and you don't anticipate having to pay a thousand dollars a month. You have rent or whatever you have, you have your car payment, you have. Welcome back to Young Smart Money. My name is Apple Kreider and I'm your host. So with the average student borrowing over $37,000 for their education, learning about student loans and how to reduce that burden is something that a lot of us are concerned with, or maybe not as concerned with as we should be at this point in life. So today I wanted to bring on Pat from Roundup to Zero, and Roundup to Zero is a company that was formed around the idea of making it easier to pay off your student loans in a fast and painless way. So essentially how how Roundup to Zero actually works is your purchases are rounded up in order to reduce your student loan debt to zero. And we're going to let Pat talk all about his story starting this business, all the other ventures that he has worked on in the past, and why he landed on Roundup to Zero and how he actually built this huge team around this amazing, amazing project. And if you guys have enjoyed Young Smart Money so far, if it's helped you on your journey, please do consider leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. It really does help not only the podcast reach more people, but it also helps you from hear from even more amazing guests like Pat. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. All right, Pat, thank you so much for joining us on Young Smart Money. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you, Apple? Awesome. I am doing just fantastic. So today... Um, we're going to be doing sort of like a, a student loan crash course because Pat is here from round up to zero to give us some information and some beneficial tips that we can use to start applying to our student loans. Because personally, I do have student loan debt as well, so it's going to be beneficial for, for our listeners as well as myself. So first of all, Pat, could you give us just a brief overview of your experience with basically school? Okay, so so what kind of student were you? Were you somebody that took school very seriously? Um, and what did that look like throughout your growing up? Yeah, definitely. So, you know, school was, it's been a big part of my life. I, I, I went, uh, I majored in biology as a, as an undergrad. I don't do yeah. anything in biology right now. Um, <laughs> I, I spent four years of my life studying biology. Um, kind of did the whole, wanted to do the whole pre-med thing. Um, ended up working in the field after I graduated um, for about two years. And then I actually went back to grad school for environmental engineering which no. I also do not use right now. Uh, <laughs> so I'm very familiar with being in school, kind of the, the college struggle. Um, and, you know, I graduated with six figures in, in student debt. So I am all too familiar with student debt and how that impacts uh, people's lives and, and how it really impacts the daily lives of, of people who have it. Yeah, that's, that's huge. So six figures of student loan debt. Um, what, what were your, did, did you expect this much debt going into school or was it sort of like a shocker to you once you, once you sort of got into it and you were like, wow, I'm going to have to take out a lot of money. Right. So, you know, I went to, I did everything, you know, kind of by the book. I, you know, I, I went to a state school. I had a, a scholarship with, with that school. Right. Uh, so I, I was anticipating graduating, you know, with a little student debt, but <laughs> all said and done, you know, I was 18. I just like a lot of everyone else at 17, 18, when you graduate high school, you're not really thinking of, you know, what the outcome is when you, when you graduate. And my parents were, you know, in a different financial situation when I graduated than they were when I was in college. So mm. you know, in my situation, it was kind of like, Hey, you know, I'll take out some student loans, figure it out along the way. Um, so it, it was, uh, it was certainly a, an eye-opening experience when I graduated and six months later, I'm like, Hey, I have to pay, uh, you know, almost a thousand dollars a month <laughs> for someone who's, you know, just graduating, just kind of starting out in the world and trying to start their, 
careers, start their lives, professional lives. I mean, that it's impactful. Yeah. Was that mostly from grad school or, or did you take on a fair bit in undergrad too? It was actually all undergrad. So grad school, mm-hmm. fortunately for me, was all paid for. Um, okay. it, I, I kind of got a scholarship there, but it, yeah, all undergraduate. Wow. That's, um, that's pretty nice. But yeah, that's, that's huge. Those six figures in undergraduate and at a state, at a state school. That's, that's, that's cool. a massive, that's a massive debt. So when you got out and you were paying $1,000 a month, um, how did that really affect like your life and, and the way that you had that you, that you were living? Yeah, I mean, and, and the sad part is this is the truth for a lot, a lot of graduates right now, right? Yeah. So, you, you know, you, you graduate, most, you know, a state school can range anywhere between 20 or, you know, 15 to, to 30K a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you have to take all of that out in student loans, I mean, you can do the math, but yeah. it's very easy to get to six figures in, in, in that way. Uh, but you know, just, and you don't anticipate having to pay a thousand dollars a month, right? I oh. mean, you, you have rent or whatever you have, you have your car payment, you have, you have to live, you have to pay, you know, you have to, uh, buy groceries, you have to kind of live your life as well. Yeah. So it's a struggle and, and really what it comes down to is you have to make some hard decisions on, you know, how you're going to spend your money, how you're going to. Uh, really how you're going to live your life and how you're going to change your lifestyle to accommodate for those student loan payments. And really that should not be, you know, you go to college with the, the, the idea that, Hey, this is going to better your life. This is going to be, this is going to put you in a better financial situation. Not, Hey, I'm going to graduate. I'm going to have to eat ramen noodles for the next you know, 10 years of my life. So it, it was an eye opening experience for me. And it, it kind of was what kind of initiated this idea and motivated me to kind of, really try to help as many people as I can. Okay, so were you, but before coming to school, were you somebody that was really diligent about how they were spending their money and, and where their money was going? Or was this sort of the first experience where you sort of were like, wow, I really have to like budget and like, and like know where Yeah, so I mean, I've always been at least cognizant of, of, of how I spend my money. You know, in high school, I, I I, I worked all throughout high school. I worked all throughout college. I, I saved money. Um, but really, there's nothing that's going to prepare you um, from going from basically having no payments, no monthly, uh, you know, monthly bill payments to, you know, hey, an additional grand, right? And, 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 you're just, and you're just starting out. You're making, you know, the lowest amount of money you will make in your career in most cases. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's really nothing that you can do to, to prepare you for that. Um, but I was always someone that was very cognizant with, with money, with, with my money and, and how I spent it. That being said, I'm also, uh, I'm not someone that, you know, you have to live your life and that's kind yeah. of my, and that's really what I, how I've always thought about it. You have to live your life. You have to enjoy your life and you kind of have to find that balance, unfortunately with, with student debt. Mm. That's, that's huge. Were you able to get a pretty decent job out of school or was that kind of a struggle as well? Yeah. So I was able to get a, a, a good job at the time. Um, I wouldn't say it was the highest paying job, Yeah, but it was, it was a good job. It was in my field. It was directionally where, you know, where, where I kind of wanted to start. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was, it was a good job at the time. So when did the pivot happen where you sort of left the, uh, the biology and then the sphere that you were in and sort of ended up where you are now. So, yeah. So student loans played a role in um, really in my career path too. So I graduated 
Uh, I went into clinical research. I was working in a hospital, really liked it, but I didn't see myself working in that environment long time. So, uh, or, you know, for my career. So basically what I ended up happening is I kind of had to make a decision. I I could either continue down the biology road and and do something within sciences. And sad part is there's not many jobs in that field that make enough money to pay off the debt that I I accrued getting Mm -hmm. that degree. Um, So I kind of had to make it, I came to a crossroads and I, I said, basically I can go into it pivot and go into a different, you know, in field with, that's related, mm-hmm. uh, or I can stay within this field and do something that I'm not crazy about. And neither not- of which are great options. <laughs> right. Uh, okay. So where, where did that path sort of lead you? And, and can you talk a little bit about what you do now at Roundup to Zero? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I ended up going to grad school for environmental engineering. I've always loved math and science. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it's, you know, it's hard to find, it, I shouldn't say it's hard to find great jobs. It's hard to find jobs within the scope of what I was looking for. I needed, to, I wanted something that I was engaging with people all the time. And I wanted something that, was, um, you know, fun and, and well-paying. Yeah. Uh, so it's a little tough to find something that kind of fits all those criteria in the field. So I actually ended up starting a, a business while I was in grad school. Really? Uh, so while I was in grad school, I started a yard game company with, with one of my old college friends, uh, who's also a, a co-founder of Zero Student Debt Initiative, one of my you know, best friends. Um, so he's, uh, he's not here right now, but uh, <laughs> he's kind of, kind of gone through all of the same experiences I have in terms of entrepreneurship in, in, in college. So, um, you know, what ended up happening is I started this business because I've always been passionate about, about entrepreneurship. It's something that regardless of what field I went into, I knew I wanted entrepreneurship to be a part of that. Um, so when I started getting into, when I started the business, I, I really just, honestly, I fell in love with marketing. I fell in love with entrepreneurship. I fell in love with really the whole, the, the great thing about entrepreneurship is it kind of really just exposes you to every aspect of business, right? Yeah. Marketing, uh, everything that you could possibly imagine you're going to do as an entrepreneur. So um, when I started this business, it kind of really opened my eyes and, and, and really um, made me more passionate about, hey, you know, forget science, forget math, entrepreneur there's you can go a million different directions in entrepreneurship what's something you're passionate about right and what's a problem i have in my life so essentially what happened is uh, i kind of came up with the idea to, for for uh, zero student debt initiative and our platform round up to zero um and we started started working out right away sal who's my one of my business partners in uh in zero he's a developer so he's kind of started taking the reins on uh, the backend development side. And we've kind of grown from there. We have a team of five guys now um, who are doing this and, and really who are passionate about solving this problem. So I was wondering, um, while you were in grad school and working on this uh, yard game project, um, is that something that got pretty big? Because you did end up finishing grad school. So um, what did, what did you, well, basically what came of, of that long game company? Yes. Yeah, so it's something that we still, it's still, you know, it's essentially an autopilot at this point, okay. uh, but it's, uh, it, it took us, we met a lot of people, we, we had a lot of great experiences, the, the, the game, or the, the name of the company is called Yardies, 
Um, run yardies. Um, it's, it's a great, you know, it's been a great business for us and, um, it's something that we continue to do, but this is zero student debt initiative has really been our focus here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yardies, you know, I was very fortunate in the sense that it allowed me, it exposed me to, Hey, this is how you start a business. This is how you run a business. This is everything that it, it takes to do that. Hmm. Uh, so it was a great learning experience for us, and, and I think it really helped us. Although they're you know complete opposite ends of the spectrum in, yeah. in business models, um, it really helped to help us prepare for. Hey, entrepreneurship isn't easy. It's not something that you can kind of try, you know go into and kind of uh, not put all your all into it. So it was something that was very eye-opening for us and really helped us launch Zero, believe it or not. I think it's really cool as well to be able to get that experience with, with lower, sort of on a smaller scale of starting a business rather than going sort of all in on one thing. We've never had that experience with entrepreneurship before. It can be really beneficial to sort of do these smaller scale projects, learn some of the ins and outs, and then be able to apply. I think that's a really, really cool deal. Um, so, so with starting zero, um, can you talk a little bit about sort of your, your role and, and, and how that really came together, maybe your team as well? Yeah, absolutely. So, so zero was an idea that I, I kind of conceptualized, um, honestly, one, just one day, you know, I was, I was fed up with my student loans. Mm -hmm. I'm still fed up with my student loans. Um, but you know, I, I'm able to take a lot more action on that now, fortunately, but you know, student loans have been a problem in my life for the last, you know, almost 10 years, you know, eight years at this point. Um, in, and I know how it, how it affects people. I know that student loans are something that, um, you know, honestly affect people's day-to-day lives. You know, you have to be cognizant of how you're spending your money, what you're spending your time doing. And, you know, it's kind of always in the back of your mind, like, hey, I can spend $50 and go out with my friends for a night, or really I should probably take that money and, and put it towards my student loans, right? Mm-hmm. So I. You know, I know the constant mental struggle that you kind of have to, to have and that you have to balance with student loans. So it was something that I've always been thinking about or had always been thinking about in the back of my mind. And um, one day it just kind of hit me. You know, I, I, I started thinking about a, a number of different ways to pay off student debt faster. Um, and then we started running the math on, on, on different methods and um, really trying to hone in on what what's the most impactful for, for people, what's the most impactful um, method for people to pay off their student debt? Mm-hmm. And what's the most minimally invasive way of doing that, right? So mm-hmm. how would you live your life, kind of set it, kind of have a, a platform that you can link up to and, and, and utilize without really having to put that much thought or that much effort into it. Just go ahead and live your life and kind of let that platform take care of the rest. I dig it. I dig it. So can you um, talk a little bit about actually what Zero does uh, for some of our listeners who aren't familiar with the platform? Yeah, absolutely. So Zero is a completely automated platform that allows any user, any student loan borrower to link up their debit cards, credit cards, really any bank account that they have that they transact on. So if you make a purchase um, with that card, you should have it linked up to Zero. So what Zero does is it rounds up all of your daily transactions. So that cup of coffee that you bought this morning for $3.40, 
-hmm. we would round up that transaction to $4, the next whole dollar. Um, mm -hmm. So we would take that $3.40 coffee, round it up to $4 and take that 60 cent difference and push that to your student loans. Okay. So what people, and really the educational aspect here is, yes, there is, you know, you know you're talking change, right? You're yeah. talking, you know, pennies, dimes, you know, mm -hmm. in rare instances, a few dollars. But if you do the math, the average, uh, the average user rounds up about $50 a month in, in spare change. So really, yeah, it, it's actually, it's pretty deceiving how much, uh, yeah. how much your change can add up to over the course of a month. So $50, you know, going towards your student loan each month, it's insanely impactful. So, yeah. and the reason why it's impactful is interest. Mm, yep. So student loans, most of, most student loans compound their interest daily. Uh, so what that means is they'll take the, the total amount of your student loans and they'll divide divide that by 365 and then add that, that whatever that number is, mm -hmm. or, sorry, they'll essentially take that, you know, whatever your student loan value is, yeah. they'll take, they'll take, uh, multiply that by whatever the, the interest rate is for your student mm -hmm. loan and then divide that by 365. So the, the average student loan borrower is paying about $6 in interest a day. Um, mm -hmm. So when you're talking, you know, fifty dollars, the the best way to do that is just eat away at that interest, right? So that six dollars a day translates to uh, almost twenty two, or translates to over twenty two hundred dollars a year um, in interest. So really, anything you can do to kind of chip away at that interest over time, mm -hmm. is what you should be doing, because the 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 more frequent payments that you make on your student loan. Um, yeah. even as small as they can be, you know, $10, uh, $10 a week, $5, you know, whatever you can do to chip away at that interest, it's mm -hmm. just going to pay its dividends over time. So that 60 cents that you just rounded up and paid toward your student loan off of that cup of coffee, really over the lifetime of that student loan, that can, that 60 cents can translate to $3 or $4, right? Yeah. So it, it's, it really is impactful. So what we do, so in addition to these incremental payments um, each month you know, that chip away at the student debt, we all we make bi-weekly payments. So say you round up, the average user rounds up $50, uh, $50 a month. We'll actually break that $50 up into two $25 payments over the course of the month um, to again, just make those incremental payments, chip away, try to minimize the amount of interest you pay over the course of that month which translates to less interest over the course of that loan. So we try to... Oh, I was just gonna say, are your user pri users primarily people who are currently in school or people who are gotten out of school? So that's the best part about our platform. Right now, the majority of our users are graduates. Um, so these are people who are facing student debt day to day and who are all too familiar with how, yeah. that, um, how that impacts their lives. That being said, Anyone who's in school, anyone who has a student loan, even if it's not matured yet, mm -hmm. can start using our platform. So it's really the most impactful for people who actually are currently in school, who aren't actually paying interest on their student loans yet. So what's nice about our platform is if you're a current college student and you start, start early and you start using our platform while you're in school, 
Yeah. All of those payments are going directly towards your principal. So yep. by the time you graduate, so what most, a lot of people don't understand this, but when you graduate, you have six months um, after you graduate before you start paying on your student loans. So mm -hmm. really, if you started our platform, started using our platform day one of, of school and use it all the way up until you paid our, or your student loans matured, you have about four and a half years of change that is just going to chip away at your principal um, over the course of that over the course of that time. So when you by the time you have to pay on your student loans, you know you could be looking at 20, 30 percent less um, than you've taken out. So it it really is the most impactful for people who uh, are currently in college. That said, you know it's crazy impactful for people who who already have student loans. So yeah. you can. What, what's we actually have a calculator on our website that you can kind of go in and and mess around with your particular loan values and interest rates and how much you think you you can chip or how much you can uh, contribute each month okay. uh, with your spare change and see how that impacts impacts your student loan over the life over the life of that loan. Um, one thing I haven't mentioned yet is that we also have the ability to uh, or our users have the ability to add supporters. Hmm. So what a supporter is, is a, uh, a supporter is essentially someone who matches your roundups each month. So say you okay. have, you know, mom, dad, anyone, you know, friends, family, anyone who's going to help you pay off your student loan over the course. If you have someone, hmm. um, and most people actually do have a, a, have someone who would help them pay it off their student loans and match their roundups each month. Hmm. You're basically doubling down uh, on that. Yeah. Roundup. So that $50 a month just translates into or just turned into $100 a month. Yep. So it can be really, really impactful for someone um, who not only is using their change to pay off their student debt, but has a supporter that's helping them. And, and just the power of, of being able to contribute to that before interest is accruing is such it's such a powerful thing, especially like, yeah, like this calculator, I'll be sure to link it up in the show notes as well. But like just playing around with a compound interest calculator and seeing like how beneficial it can be to actually like make those payments directly to the principal um, is, is, is really huge because that's money that's never, there's not going to be interest accruing on that. So in the grand scheme of things, that's going to save you a lot, a lot of money. So yeah, yeah, and it's not something that people like to think about as well. Like when you're in school, like I'm in school, um, thinking about student loans is not something that I like to think about. Um, but <laughs> but if you are able to, 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 to like sort of get a little bit uncomfortable and start thinking about these things early on, there's, there's so many ways you can, Put yourself so far ahead and your future self is just going to be so grateful for you taking the, the time to actually start thinking about this early on and really just giving yourself a leg up so i think it's really key especially if you are in school right now um to just be thinking about these things because they're going to make a big difference on your life and, and like you said they've been impacting your life for eight years now um so so being able to, to get ahead of this stuff early on can can really just be so so impactful so i, I can't stress that enough um, and could you share with our listeners now um, some other strategies that existing students can, can actually take to start chipping away at their student loan debt um, other than stuff like roundups? Um, do, do you have any other good strategies or, or just like mindset shifts that people can, can use to start um, chipping away at this existing debt? Yeah, absolutely. So the biggest enemy that you have once you've graduated is interest, right? Yep. So there are a number of different ways you can kind of fight um, the, the amount of interest that you pay over the life of your mm -hmm. loan. The, there are a, really a, 
four, four or five different methods you can use to um, minimize the amount of, of really minimize the total amount that you pay over your over the lifetime of your loan. The biggest right out of the gate, the biggest thing that you can do right after college is looking at your the full breadth of your student loans. So a lot of people have federal different types of student loans. They have federal student loans and they have private student loans. Federal student loans have a few more options than uh, private student loans do in terms of federal programs that people can qualify for. Um, and really just minimizes the amount of interest that you pay. If you have any federal student loans, the best thing you can do is look at these federal programs and see if you qualify for any of them. If you qualify for any of them, you should 100% take advantage of them. Um, they have, there's a number of different organizations out there that will help you kind of go through that process or you can go through it on your own. Um, if you do not have federal student loans or if you have private student loans in addition to your in addition to your federal loans, mm -hmm. uh, one of the best things you can do right out of the gate is uh, consolidate all of those loans. So when you graduate, you essentially you're graduating with a different student loan for every mm -hmm. semester you were in college. Mm -hmm. uh, so you can have, most people have anywhere between four to eight um, student loans when they graduate. Mm -hmm. They vary in interest rate, they vary in, in payment, um, you know, matriculation day, day, and they also vary in what day of the month you're going to pay it on. So, yeah. in addition to, you know, in addition to hopefully lowering your interest, your average interest, mm -hmm. um, consolidating all of those, you're also kind of simplifying the process and not having to worry about eight different payment dates. Yeah. And you can worry about one payment date with one interest. So, Student loan consolidation is huge. We've actually incorporated a number of different uh, different strategies, financial strategies in our platform itself to help uh, graduates take advantage of that really mindlessly. Um, so one of the biggest things, are, you know, there are a number of different financial strategies you can uh, look up online and, and, and really try to integrate yourself. Or using our platform, it kind of takes care of those automatically. So we Zero automatically chooses the highest interest student loan that you link with us. Hmm. So say you have multiple student loans um, uh, that, you, that you've loaded onto our platform. And really all you have to do is log into, say you have a student loan with Nelnet, you log into Nelnet, all of your student loans will show up with our platform. Hmm. What Zero does is we automatically pick the highest interest loan that you have um, and start paying, using your change and paying off that loan first. And this is called the, the snowball effect. So yeah. really what we're trying to do is pay off the highest uh, interest loan first and then start chipping away at, at the lower um, the lower interest loans after that. So it, it can be really impactful or, you know, over the lifetime of all of those loans, you know, mm -hmm. that's really the best way to do things. Um, in addition to that, sorry, in addition to that, you, we have, um, uh, another mechanism that you can use and really it's just a flat recurring amount. So if you, if you can contribute, you know, five, $10 a week or $20 a month in addition to your, in, in addition to your regular payments, mm -hmm. again, that's just going to chip away at your interest over time. Yeah. Uh, so any, anything you can do to just make these incremental payments on your student loans, is is going to be the most impactful for you over the lifetime of your life. Sorry, my dog's going crazy right now. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear that or not, but 
It's all right. Um, so, so yeah. So, really, the federal, you know, any federal programs that you have, um, mm-hmm. look into that, and if you do qualify for those, take advantage of them. Consolidation can really help you streamline your student loans um, and really just help you manage the whole process. Mm-hmm. And rounding up your change and making any incremental payments you can toward your student loan um, right out of the gate is just going to help you in the long term. You're going to pay less over the lifetime of your loan and you're really going to pay off your loans earlier. Yep. Chipping away at that principle again, it's so, so essential because over the lifetime of your loan, like you said, you're just going to save so much in interest if you're able to, to get that principle as low as possible before interest starts accruing. So I think that's really, really essential. Um, another thing that I want to hit on is sort of what can students do? Say we have some high school students listening here, which I sh- I'm sure we do. Um, what can they start doing before they actually start taking on this debt to start either either preparing themselves mentally, financially, um, what should they be doing before they actually take on debt to prepare them for this burden that they are likely to have to carry? Yeah, absolutely. So there's a number of different things high school students can do. Um, and some are, you know, very, very basic and very intuitive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are another other few tricks in, that you can use. But really, the biggest thing, to, you know, if you are, if you're in a situation where you're going to have to take out 100% of your um, your college expenses and student loans. Mm-hmm. Really, the biggest thing that you can do is think about what school you're going to, mm-hmm. and just really think about the whole four years, right? So there yeah. are a number of people. Uh, so, really, one of the, the biggest things you can do, and, and if you can qualify for this, and if you if you have the the grades to do this, take college courses, college credit courses in high school. Oh, yeah. And what that does is really just limits the amount of time that you're going to spend in college paying for college, right? So if you can take a full semester or, you know, even a full year of of college credit courses in high school, that's a full semester or a full year that you don't have to pay for uh, while you're in college. So So, hopping in real quick, I actually did this myself. I took a year and a half of college courses in high school. Um, so I'm only at, I'm only going to school at UW-Madison for two and a half years. Um, so that has drastically reduced the amount that I have to pay for school. All of that was for free in high school. And I'm so glad I took advantage of that because it's, it's, it's saving me so much money um, right. by just getting that out of the way early on. I, it's, it's, I can't stress enough how valuable that is. So thank you for hitting on that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, think about it in your, in your instance, right? So say, you know, and I don't know what you Madison is, but just for the sake of this conversation, say it's 30, $30,000 a year. Sure. So you just saved a year and a half of time that you don't have to be at UW Madison, yep. which really could translate to $45,000 at the end of yep. the day. I mean, that's huge. And really not enough high school students take advantage of that. Completely agree. Completely agree. There's so many resources available to you and like, Spend, spend like a couple hours looking into like what's available at your state because I know in Minnesota there are so many beneficial programs that are allow you to take so many credits for free in high school. Um, so yeah, just look into like what your state has available because there's so many good opportunities out there. Absolutely. So the, uh, the, other, th- the other thing you can do, and it's, kind of, it's somewhat similar to this strategy, is mm-hmm. going to a lower cost college, a community college for mm-hmm. one or two years prior to going to the university you actually want to go to. And a lot of people have a, a big problem with this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and if you think about it, you know, if you want to have the college, the full college experience and go to college and mm-hmm. you know, 
in sophomore year, living in the dorms and, you know, that's great. And if you can do that hundred percent, you know, enjoy college and have that college experience. Yeah. However, if finances trump that college experience for you. Mm-hmm. Going to a community college is a great opportunity for you. And, and really you're going to spend anywhere between 50 to 70% less than you would at a regular college. And you can knock out all of those general education classes that you would, you know, kind of just I'm, for more, you know, for the, the sake of this conversation, really just filler courses in college. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, freshman year writing, you know, uh, a history class, things like that, you can knock out in, unless your major is history, but yeah, <laughs> like that, knock out um, in, in community college for a lot, lot cheaper than you would at a regular university. Exactly. And if there's these classes that aren't related to your major at all, like you said, like, why not just get them done at half the cost? Um, because if, if you can do that and they're not going to be something that's crucial to, to your future career, um, to me, that just makes total sense. Yep, absolutely. And then the other, you know, there's another more obvious um, thing you can do. And, and, and really that's, well, there's two, two really more obvious things you can do. And, mm-hmm. and the first is save while you're in, in high school. Right? Yep. So anything you can save up in high school um, is going to just help you in the long run. And, and a lot of people, you know, you're, not ma- you're making minimum wage in high school you're not going to be able to save a crazy amount of money, but if you're working, you know, two, three years um, in high school and you can save up a few thousand dollars, that's a few thousand dollars that you don't have to pay interest on. Right. Yep. Um, So uh, saving money is always, always a good way to go with college. And there are a number of different um, financial uh, accounts, you know, savings account, saving account types that you can kind of funnel your money into that have tax benefits for student loans. Um, so just a list of few, few off, they have, uh, 529 plans. There yeah. are, um, standard saving accounts that, you know, accrue a little bit of interest. Mm-hmm. Um, there are, uh, you can even pump money into an IRA. So, yeah. um, you know, everyone thinks IRA as a retirement, there's actually a loophole within IRAs where you can take out $10,000, and apply that to um, higher education. So really, yeah, it and it's tax free too. So you know, well, somewhat tax free. But yeah, you know, there's a there's a number of different things you can do to kind of maximize the amount of, of money that you can that you save and apply that to your um, apply that to your tuition. The mm-hmm. other obvious, somewhat obvious thing, but again, not a lot of people take advantage of this is scholarships. So there are a ton of scholarship opportunities out there. They are very competitive and I'm, you know, only a handful of people can, can get a, you know, a particular scholarship. Yeah. That being said, there are a lot of scholarships out there. So anyone that can, you know, take the time or anyone should take, if you're going to college, take the time. There are a, a, just Google scholarships. I mean, you can, yeah. there's a lot of different free resources online that you can apply to these scholarships. Some require essays, some require really nothing. Um, yeah. <laughs> so there, there's a lot, you know, and some of them are, are, are specialized towards your major. Some of them are specialized towards past experience that you had. Anything that you think you qualify for, apply for it. And I know mm-hmm. it's time, it can be time consuming, but you know, if you can get a, you know, a crew up to, you know, a thousand, two thousand, three thousand dollars in scholarships, Again, that's money that you don't have to pay 
interest on over the life. Yeah. That's that's wow. really that's really valuable. Not not enough people. I know personally, I did not take advantage of all the scholarship opportunities that I had available to me. Um, and, and looking back, I really do regret that because there's there's just so much money available out there. And and just like talking with with whoever the the college career whatever counselors are at your school, um, they'll know what the good opportunities are in your area. There might be people who who like over time always donate to your school or always give scholarships to people who are graduating from your school. So like know those resources and really do take advantage of them because there's a lot of money out there. Absolutely. Um, and then the last thing, you know, for a current uh, high school student who's thinking about college can do is apply for federal aid. So the FAFSA form. The FAFSA form is an opportunity for uh, potential college students to qualify for federal student aid. And what this does is it allows those the people who qualify to take out unsubsidized loans. Um, so unsubsidized loans are typically lower interest, they have longer repayment uh, options, and they have a number of different repayment options once you graduate. So if you can take advantage of any federal student aid, um, 100% should do that. Mm, completely agree. Everybody should be filling out the FAPS, the guys. Like it's it's such a it's such a beneficial thing, and like you never know. Like a lot of people just assume because of their financial situation or how they perceive their financial situation, they they won't be getting anything. Um, but you never know until you fill it out, and just just taking the time to actually fill out that form can end up saving you thousands of dollars throughout the course of college. So would highly highly recommend that. I'll, I'll be sure to link up some good resources below in the show notes as well for you guys that are looking to learn more about about the stuff that we're talking about. Um, so, so before we go, could you just give our audience some uh, places that they could go if they want to learn more about you and more about Zero? Yeah, absolutely. So, the our website rounduptozero.com is uh, really where you can kind of educate yourself on our process, financial strategies that we use, and really our platform and how simple to use it is. Um, you can sign up there. You can log in and manage your account there once you are signed up and. You can even take advantage of our calculator to see how much money our platform can save you over the lifetime of your loan. It, you'd be surprised on how much change, how much, how impactful your change can be uh, when it comes to student loans. Mm. All right, perfect. Well, I'll be sure to link those up in the uh, in the show notes as well. Uh, Pat, anything you want to leave our listeners with today? The, you know, the only thing is, I just want to say, you know, you, you're not alone. Everyone, there's 45 million people out there struggling with student debt. Mm -hmm. uh, and there's a number of different resources that you can kind of take advantage of. You know, I'm preferential to, to our platform, obviously. But there are a number of, number of different methods you, you should be taking advantage of and, and, and really minimizing the impact of, of student loans on your life. And the other, you know, the other thing I want to leave everyone with is we want you to live your life. We think you should live your life. Don't let student loans run your life. Mm -hmm. Huge. All right. Thank you, Pat, so much for taking your time to appear on Young Smart Money today. I'm sure our, our listeners got a ton of value out of it. I know I did. Um, so thank you again for your time. I really do appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Apple. Thanks for listening to this episode of Young Smart Money. If you want to support the show, you can do so in three different ways. You can subscribe, you can leave me five, and you can share this episode with a friend. To subscribe, all you got to do is click the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts. To leave me five, 
All you got to do is scroll all the way down to the bottom of the podcast's page for Young Smart Money and click on the Write a Review button. And to share with a friend, all you got to do is screenshot yourself listening to this episode, post on your Instagram story, tag me, and I will be sure to repost it in my Instagram story as well. I love giving you guys some attention who are listening to the show. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you in the next one.